This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and Dee. Listen, rate, subscribe. It's National Candy Corn Day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, now I know you you like it quite a bit. One of the four main food groups in America. All right. Uh... I could take it or leave it. If I never had a piece of candy corn again in my life, that'd be fine. I think that's what most people say. Yeah. It's not the worst. Um, some of some brands, I think, are better than others and more flavorful than others are. It is kind of just love it or leave it. I mean, there's not much middle ground on that. People just are repulsed when they see it. It's so sugary. It's not even a great sugary thing, but I don't mind them, but I don't eat a ton of them, so I don't get sick of them. Yeah, I mean, I I might have like four pieces of candy corn a year, and that's fine. That's enough, you know. But yeah, uh, I have a friend that'll eat them by the bag. Oh, like she's like, I she's like, I can't, I can't buy that bag of candy corn. I'll eat it all, and I'm like, yeah. what? Who does that? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm the same way. I mean, I guess it'd be good for another twenty years, but yeah, you put it away. <laughs> I don't, I don't eat a bag of it. I need a small bag. Right? No, she's great. like the Fleet Farm bag. The, the little pumpkins seem to be good. The little waxy pumpkin mm. version of candy corn. Yeah, I'm not a fan of those oh, weird. so much. I just don't like it. Take it or leave it, man. I'm it, just like, yes. I think, I think it reminds people of chewing on their own earwax maybe a little bit. It's do just you got do a, that often? It's got a certain... Well, I do myself. Um, but uh, again, not for everybody. The candy corn is waxy too. Yeah. So anyway, a website conducted a poll where they asked people if they love or hate various Halloween candies. Candy corn did not do the worst, uh, which is like usually, I think those those little wafer things and candy corn are, the, what I think of the most hated candies, those are the two that always come up. Um, so this is a list from most hated candy to least, least hated. So Peeps coming in number one, oh. the most hated candy. Love peeps. 52% of people hate them. So they do have a Halloween peeps out there. Yep. Uh, jawbreakers, 45% of people hate them. I haven't had a jawbreaker since I was like yeah, same. seven. Same. So dots. How? What? Dots are great. 44% of people don't like dots. I Probably because they get caught in your teeth. Not a fan of dots. Really? No. What about the Black Crows, the Black Licorice version of the dots? I do like Black Licorice. Yeah, me too. Atomic Fireballs, 44% hate them, followed by Red Hots. So the spicy candies, and then Hot Tamales is coming in there too. So uh, the spicy cinnamon candies, not doing so good. Candy corn, jelly beans. It's like a gateway to Fireball whiskey Yeah, for the kids. I, I those little red cinnamon discs they sell at like Fleet Farm and stuff. Mm-hmm. Those are the jam. I like how spicy they what are. What was the one licorice? Blank and blank. We Mike used, and Ike. Oh, oh, Mike and Ike. I love those. We used to have those all the time. Yeah, those are great. Now those are not on the list all right. because this is hated candy. Yeah, right on. Good, good. Uh, jelly beans. I don't know how you hate jelly beans. I don't beans. mind a jelly bean with a like some peanuts or something. Mm-mm. What? Yeah, you mix in like a mix, like a nut mix. You do? With uh, jelly nuts, beans? Peanuts and candy corn are fantastic. I've never seen peanuts and jelly beans. Yeah, no, you can make them yourself. Yeah. Uh, yeah, without a license. It's weird. Yeah, no, I just never heard of them being yeah. in some sort of trail mix. Right. I've always just seen them separate on their own. The jelly bean stands alone. Almond Joy? No. 
You don't like Almond Joy? No, is that the coconut? It's the one with the almond and the coconut, yes. Yeah, no, not a fan. Mounds is just the coconut. Eesh. Hate that too. Uh, fan of both. Huge fan of both. Eesh. Lemonheads, Tootsie Rolls, Smarties, rolling out the list. Yeah. I like Tootsie Rolls. Yeah. How do you hate a Tootsie yeah, Roll? Yeah, that's amazing. That's on the list. <laughs> yeah. I think it's because of the teeth ripping. Maybe it's the waxy quality on yeah, that too. Might be. Because they are kind of waxy. Yeah. And they, <sighs> there's no chocolate involved. That's that's probably a big problem. People love chocolate. Well, Tootsie Rolls are chocolate. Yeah, but it's waxy. I mean, it's still mm-hmm. weird. Tootsie Roll is one of those things I don't buy. I'll grab one. Yeah. But I won't buy it. They're... Trying to watch my teeth a little bit better. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. We There's never really candy around the house at all. I couldn't tell you the last time I bought a Tootsie Roll. Uh, yeah. I did buy a bag of Tootsie Pops like two years ago. We'll do. Uh, I was like, I haven't had one of those in a while. We'll do Hershey Kisses. Yeah. Sure, a little dessert. But uh, we don't have bags of candy. We have no candy. Yeah. I don't want candy at the house. I don't think I'm even giving out candy this year. Really? Because I don't want any leftover candy. Goodness. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I usually get enough of work. Yeah. And then I'm like, whatever. I don't. All these people coming up to my house, my dog be barking. All right, Jennifer Street Market plug here. Uh, we have candy corn brats. Oh, that's right. I've seen those before, or I've heard about those before. Um, I might actually go get some of those today. That does sound good. I'm coming for you, Jennifer Street Market. Tootsie, or, or uh, candy corn brats. Yeah. That's, I don't know why you just say brat and it sounds instantly. Let's try some Tootsie Rolls in there. It might take too long to eat. Uh, this, uh, I'm sure they're fine. The sweet and the savory. Uh-huh. It's the it's the time honored combination, John. A little salty. God, that does sound good. Mm-hmm. What was uh? What was prem? Or no? What, what what am I thinking of? What's the one brought? Prem had Skittles. Oh, was it Skittles? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Things that shouldn't work. But do, yeah. And yet probably do. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Halloween decorations, some people go all out. Yee! I have a few friends that have like animatronics and whatnot. You know, and they can, that can get pretty pricey. Some of them animatronics are five, six hundred dollars or more. Um, so this North Carolina dude, he's known for having elaborate Halloween displays in his yard. Well, I tell you what, this whole world's gone to snick because he was robbed. He's Thieves targeted uh, this fella here. Yeah, let's see. There was a whole list of stuff he had. Oh no! Yeah. It was like three grand. You gotta stay up all night with a shotgun in your front yard. Where is stuff from his yard? Um, looks like in a dog. Custom-made Pennywise statue. A couple other killer clowns. Um, uh, Jason from Friday the Thirteenth. Oh no! It was uh, some stuff that was like one-off. So if you sell it online, they're gonna know it was you that took it. Give me PC too. Yeah, buddy. This is the homeowner. His name's Jesse Jones. He's talking about the crime. Just a good time to come here. You, you can dress up. You can do whatever. Nobody cares. They took Crunchy the Clown. They took a big a Pennywise I had made for me. They took two killer clowns from outer space. They took a Jason. And they targeted and took the good stuff. They didn't mess with the stuff that was cheaper. There's 
not a resale value for these unless you pop them on Facebook market and somebody picks them up. I don't understand what, what the purpose is unless they want a big Halloween house themselves. Um, well, we did get an update, too. So uh, all but one of the decorations have been returned. Unbelievable. That's some fine police work, Lou. The police had nothing to do with it. Oh! Where? Hey, if you want to find a clown from outer space, bring 50 bucks and come to the corner of Doomy and How at midnight. Doomy and How. Um, I was going to say the neighbors that are probably sick of all the traffic, probably. <laughs> went over and took them. Uh, yeah, all but one of the stolen decorations from a home in the historic Oakwood neighborhood have been returned. Wow. Yeah, he's known as the Oakwood Halloween House. Mm. So, um, obviously, pretty uh, pretty well known. The neighbors all had stuff stolen, too. But, yeah, he got everything returned except for the Jason. Aww. Um, Apparently, the thieves got a little scared because everybody knew the house and knew the missing decorations. And right. they knew it was only a matter right. of time before they got caught. Right, right. Blah, 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 blah. So, they probably didn't expect their stealing of decorations to end up on the news, I'm sure. And so when it did, they panicked and returned everything. Yeah. Yeah, I saw there, um, uh, who ran that story about, um, what's the Halloween shop that comes to town? Spirit. Uh, Oh, Spirit Halloween. Uh, Have you ever seen the story behind that guy that runs that thing? No. So they opened 1,500 of those up right around, about what, a couple of months before Halloween? Yeah. They lock in the rates for the rent for these buildings, the unoccupied buildings, gyms, you know, whatever, storefronts, whatever, by the Home Depot in the spring. Yeah. And then uh, and then the money these guys make, they come in and set the store up in about a week. Mm-hmm. Take all your money and they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like a, it's tens of millions of dollars. Oh, I cannot believe how much we spend on holidays. That this guy's just got it down cold. They just roll in, a couple of semis. Oh, yeah. They put up the racks, you know, all the shelving and all the stuff, literally overnight. Unpack the crap and uh, just go to work, man. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that stuff just stays on those steel shelves. Just billions of dollars. The racks are Yeah, they they got it down. I mean, they're like a, 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 what would you call them? They're, Stop, drop. Shut them down, open up shop. Yeah. Hell yeah. They're just very good at what they do. And they're and they're so streamlined, they make money off of it. Seasonal hires. And uh, the dude just rolls in, a couple of big rigs, takes out the, the cow from outer space, blows it up, sells it for $300. Well, it doesn't, now I feel like the spirit Halloween stores, don't they have like, like the mask will be like a spirit brand of mask? Oh, is it? I thought so. I don't know. Well, I don't think that stuff's made in America by No, I would not American any of that. Yeah, no. Uh, do it's not expensive. put any of it in your mouth. Yeah, that's so I mean, you go in there, you get you look at one of those plastic bags with a costume in it. You're I mean, you're 70 50 to 100. dollars Oh yeah, totally. And that's it's fine. I'm not here to costume shame. <laughs> <laughs> but don't you think it used to be a little more fun when you were like Yeah. Trying to put it all together yourself and having to be a little creative. I and like s- spend, you know, you spend fifteen bucks on supplies rather than ninety on an already made. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But then you have stories about like like my one of my besties. 
they were pretty poor growing up. And, uh, well, the parents didn't really focus on the kids that much. So Halloween rolled around, and uh, he didn't have a costume, and he wanted to go trick-or-treating, and his mom took a piece of carpet, sample piece, and cut two eyes in it and put a string around it and strung it around that kid's head and told him he was Teen Wolf and sent him out for (laughs) trick-or-treating. Go Don't let... You... you, you. Uh, Sorry to laugh at your trauma, my friend. That is fantastic. (laughs) Carpet. Time. I feel like I'm on an episode of uh, uh, of, of Halloween on Little House of the Prairie. Listen, times are tough. We lost the cattle. Corn won't grow. You're going to have to be a piece of carpet for Halloween. (laughs) What is that? Uh, oh, come on, kid. I'm going to take you to Spirit get you a stupid clown mask. Yeah, no uh, kidding. No kidding. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what goes on at Spirit Halloween. They didn't talk. Everybody seems happy. I mean, I, I don't know. Probably make a couple of bucks. I love going in there, but I love Halloween. I just like looking at all the stuff and the, you know, the, all the crazy decorations. Mm-hmm. And they probably work uh, 12-hour days, and they probably give you 15 bucks, and, and uh, who knows what they pay you in there. I don't know. What do you think they make? Somebody's got to call me from Spirit Halloween. Yeah. Tell tell me how it's going My in there. My buddy David you know, worked there. Is it like uh like those people that work at Amazon at the warehouse? It, like like twenty out of a hundred people get injured and uh, have to take sick time to recover from the from the trauma of uh of the assembly or the package line there. My God. But I I don't know. I mean, it seems pretty relaxed. Spirit Halloween. Yeah. I think it's the worst place to work, isn't it? I don't think so. I mean. You're around Halloween. I mean, it's retail. You are dealing with the general public, so. Yeah, but it's kind of it's kind of cut and dry there. I yeah. mean, either the stupid thing fits or it doesn't. Get the extra large. Right, and it's not fatty. Like, it's not like Christmas, where like you know, like, right, right, like Christmas themed stores. I could see being very stressful because of how Karens are about Christmas. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Halloween's a little more lax. So maybe it. I don't know. Well, if you love Halloween, I guess that helps too. Yeah, You're, it's it's never a job if you love what you do. So, anywho, there you go. Oh my gosh! Uh, right, I'm going to try to get somebody on from Spirit Halloween. I'd like to know what the uh, what the mood is. Uh, you know, it all, especially the last week, people coming in all crazy, desperate. Uh, I mean, it seems like a pretty easy sale to me. But. Joe Marver created the Spirit Halloween business model, a pop-up store catering to Halloween. I, I, think, they, I think they literally make a couple of billion a year, dude, on those Halloween. First one was in Castro Valley Mall in 1984. He grew Spirit Halloween to 60 seasonal stores nationwide before it was acquired in mm-hmm. 1999. Yeah, go ahead. Read me a little bit more. In 1999, pop up retailer opens over a thousand locations across the United States and Canada each Halloween season. During the Halloween season, Spirit operates over 1,400 store locations in North America. Um, The Spirit Halloween website is open year round, offering its in store products online. Store carries decor manufactured by Jemmy, Techie Design, Yujun, Seasonal Visions International, blah, 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 blah. Many decorations are exclusive to Spirit. That's what I was wondering. Ah, okay. In early summer, Spirit Halloween typically puts out a teaser video on social media and YouTube created for excitement for new items. 
Um, retailer makes use of vacant retail space. Stores typically operate for 60 to 90 days, opening sometime in early to mid-August and closing two or three days after Halloween. Um, but, 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 let's see. His approach to short-term leases, locations, and the stocking of widely varied merchandise was novel in the Halloween retail sector today. Um, the network is bigger than any other specialty re- retailer in the category. Uh, oh, my God. Spirit Halloween serves a Halloween consumer market estimated at $8.4 billion <laughs> yearly. Despite online shopping creating challenges for brick-and-mortar stores, Spirit thrives with in-person purchases. Right. Wow. Yeah, you, you just get Halloween fever when you go in there. You're oh, like, for sure. Oh, my God. I, I don't have to think at all. All I got to do is just point at one, and I'm scary. Yeah. You know, that's that's the, the beauty of it. You don't care that it's $75. Right. Yeah, you're in Halloween. You're like, I, yeah, you're like at last minute. You're like, well, I got to, you know, what, what are you going to be? Uh, because, uh, you know, you're going to be like my buddy Mark. Halloween party was the fireball guy. Yeah. The styrofoam. Right. It's like, dude, put some work into it, for God's sake. Right. right. But, but it's the cheapest one. It's like 30 bucks, but you're done. And that's the thing about Halloween is it's that panic. Right. You you overthink it, and then uh, your creative you shut down your own creativity, and you you're like ah off to spirit. Yeah, where you will not find carpet as a costume. <laughs> <laughs> right, would you like to see our carpet? <laughs> we'll even cut out a cube for the square for you to put up your kids. In. It's unbelievable. <laughs> what? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like Willy Wonka, you know. You know he wasn't allowed to eat candy. He got carpet for Halloween, so he oh started his own Halloween costume store. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was a disgruntled kid with a piece of carpet over his head. <laughs> Open oh Spirit Halloween, and they're making two billion dollars. Amazing. Could you imagine like one of the meetings at Spirit Halloween? D. Dad, I saw you on security tape. That guy had a cow from outer space in his hands, and you let him slip out the front door mm-hmm. without it. That was two hundred dollars. Imagine they browbeat you over the cows from outer space. You got to beat your quota. Yeah, but can we get the upgrades on that, please? Uh, try to upsell everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I don't know. I, I have to, no calls. Everybody must be happy. Uh, yep. Everybody's the spirit Halloween thing has been established as the model for for. Uh, Pop-up retail, that's for sure. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. He's got it down to a science. Yeah. You know? Now, I don't know if there's another holiday. Can you do that, like, for Easter? Can you do to... Is there another holiday? Valentine's Day? I don't think there is. I think Halloween's. he's got the... Just to move that amount of volume. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of merchandise that fast. Yeah, I was trying to think of something else that would compare to a spirit Halloween. And, like, not like a Christmas tree farm. What What would compare to, like, spirit Halloween? Yeah, I know. In. There's like nothing. Something that runs those kind of numbers. I can't yeah. even. I can't even think of anything no. right now. Like yeah, you were so, like the Christmas tree people that come in. Definitely not that seasonal. No. To produce that kind of numbers. Or like the meat truck people. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had some of that. They were out in front of the Menards. I did the remote for that. Their food was actually dynamite. I'm sure. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, the, but the meat truck people were only there for like three days. They yeah, yeah, yeah. They setting up for months, yeah. you know? a couple of months. I, yeah, I can't. What well, to compare that to. Hi, how's it going? 
for them, their pop-up store is you got to be more literal there, Johnny. It's fireworks. Oh, there you go. Good call, dude. That's oh, yeah. what that's what I'm playing. But you know, the fireworks thing are year round now, so I I don't even know if I consider that the same. The, uh, they saw the tents they put up. In the yeah, 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 that's true. No, that's a great great call. They do, yeah. Yeah, great call. Oh, you're dude, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Fireworks is excellent. Um, God, that might be the the closest. That might be the closest. But even that, what is that? A month that they're up. You know, in spirit, is sixty to ninety days they have where they're open. That's great. It's crazy. But, I don't know. It's it's good for him. But fireworks, fireworks is almost for more occasions, though. I suppose. I mean that that seems to be a, that fireworks to me has grown into a year-round celebration. But I, if I may be so bold, or I would like to make a prediction. Oh no, you're gonna blow one finger off this year. What fireworks are, are on their way out. <laughs> how, do, how do you come to that conclusion? All these big towns are doing drone shows now instead of the. Oh, big they are cool. Shows. I saw my first drone show at Metallica. <laughs> blew my mind. The pollution yep. from them and the good call. Whatever else. Good call. Yeah, didn't we? They've done it this year, didn't they? Do a drone show? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's easier for the people putting on the what, events too. Was the first one you ever saw Metallica? I think so. And I'm like. I'm like, am I am I dream am I hallucinating? <laughs> These freaking thousands of drones come out. Yeah. Well, not thousands, but it was pretty cool. It's so synchronized. I'm like, who thinks of this? I'm I'm, I'm so stupid. It's okay. It's probably the army. It's probably the military. They're probably in on it. We thought uploading to the cloud oh. was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show podcast. <laughs> Johnny and D, J.J.O. Uh, an Arkansas family who awoke to the smell of fire discovered a smoking hole in their deck, John. Oh, jeez. Um, gosh darn meteorite put a friggin' hole through their deck. Really? PC2. That's cool. Here's the homeowner. Is, is it? Kind of. Uh, it's always funny when it's not my deck. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, this is the first thing I thought of. I'm like, God, did that happen to me? Oh, oh it'd be a long few weeks till I got my deck fixed. That's for sure. Um, so here he is talking about uh, what happened, and then he shows how magnetic Ooh. the rock is. It's very exciting. It was like 3 in the morning, and the house was full of smoke. And then I was searching the house. I even got up in the attic, like, looking, where the, where's this smoke all coming from until we came out here? It wasn't like big, big flames like you would think for that much wood being on fire. My friend Paul gives me this to do metal magnet fishing, and I literally went like that, and it clicked, and, yeah. like, I got a bite, and there it was. You want to see it? Why would there be this kind of fire in a metal rock? Hmm. Um, so the United States Geological Survey says that it's going to take about a year to certify his moon rock. Well, I was going to say, that, that's worth some money, isn't it? Did you see I'm the hole? Say, Let me see the moon rock. I mean, that's... <laughs> if that would have went through the roof or something... Holy crap, that would have vaporized the human. Dude. Holy cow, that's incredible. And it was probably just a pebble. But it's going like 80,000 billion miles an hour. It's... It's pretty insane, man. Unbelievable. Yeah. That's cool, though. Uh, it's super cool. That's Moon why, rock. That's why I called Peter Walton the greatest insurance agent ever with American Family Insurance. And he gave me uh, unconditional <laughs> uh-uh. uh, complimentary meteorite insurance. Didn't he? Wow. Okay, he didn't. 
Can't say it with a straight face. Uh, well, how does he know for sure? I mean, did they, is there a, is it, the, how far into the earth does it go? Well, they have the rock oh, out. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, they, but the USGS just has to verify that it is a meteorite, but what else is it going to be? It's like be worth millions of dollars, wouldn't it? I don't know about millions of dollars. You don't think so? Uh, No. A California family had a similar experience in August when a ball of ice fell out of the sky and crashed through the roof of their house in Big Bear. Oh. Um, They said they were unable to get any answers as to whether the bowling ball-sized ice chunk was the remains of a meteorite or if it had fallen from a passing airplane. So they don't even know. Yeah, it could be the blue blue poo. Yeah. Yeah, you never know. Or the Russians are here, whatever. Space junk. It's always that. I'm like, God damn, the Russians here. Screw fell off of the <laughs> space station. Uh, who knows? So weird. So there you go. Uh, yeah, man. Space rocks. Look out. That's, that's, out to get you. That's pretty cool. It's awesome. super cool. I think, uh, I think there's only one person on Earth that is either alive or lived through getting actually hit by a meteorite. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So she was in, I don't know. Africa or something, Europe or something. She actually got hit. Okay, this is from 2016. And lived. Um, she lost a couple of toes, maybe. For the only person ever hit by a meteorite, the real trouble began later. <laughs> oh. Well, now I'm super interested. Oh. Oh. All right, only one person in recorded history has ever been directly hit by a meteorite. Anne Hodges, 34. Napping under quilts on her couch in Alabama <laughs> in 1954. Not off during Wheel of Fortune, you wake up with your leg on fire. Yeah, a nine-pound meteorite yeah, yeah. came through the ceiling and bounced off a radio before hitting her in the thigh. It left a deep bruise and catapulted her into both uh, quite fame and a major legal dispute with her landlady. Oh. The landlady thought she rightfully owned the rock. <laughs> Here we go. They're going to go to court over uh, oh, no. who owns the, the rock. Uh, between the protracted court battle with her landlady and the media attention, Hodge's mental and physical health went downhill. She separated from her husband and eventually died of kidney failure in a nursing home at the age of 52. Oh, my God. She mutated. It was an alien rock. The meteor did not uh, did bring good fortune to one of her neighbors, Julius Kempis McKinney, a local farmer, found a chunk of the Hodges meteorite that was less than half as big as the one that struck the woman that it was named after. But it, like, chipped off when it came in or something? Yeah. McKinney told his postman, uh, who helped him get a lawyer and to negotiate the sale of his fine, in the end, he made enough money to buy a car and a house. <laughs> Another neighbor, Bill Field, said that he remembered seeing the meteorite as a five-year-old. I was standing in the backyard with my ma, who was at the clothesline. I remember this object shooting across the sky with a white trail and pointed it out to my mom. Uh, there was a loud boom and black smoke. Sixty-two years after her brush with the heavens, Hodges remains the only well-documented case of somebody being hit by a meteorite. Yeah. Man, that would have cut her in two, I think, if it would have been a direct hit. Friggin' nine pounds. What a ha- hell of a story, though. Yeah. The only person to survive. And then she got superpowers. So she, the odds of dying as a result of a meteor strike anywhere in the world, like the kind of a rare catastrophic geological event, uh, one in 75,000, that can't <clears throat> be right. Oh, it's got to be. That's the whole universe taking aim at you with a All slingshot. Right. What, uh, that's got to be one in a trillion. It even made it through, right? Like the... 
Oh, okay. So are they saying like a dinosaur type wipeout? So this says the found the lifetime odds of dying from a meteor strike. This is a little more like it. Uh, one in one point six mil. Mm-hmm. Uh, odds of being struck by lightning one in one hundred thirty five thousand. Odds of winning the Powerball. <laughs> Better chance of getting hit by a meteorite. That's, that is not encouraging. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Now, we're usually not treated to diaper stories. Oh, geez. Let alone two in one day. Um, uh, do we want to talk about weed first? Let's do weed. Sure. TSA recently caught a woman trying to sneak some weed past them by hiding it in her adult diaper. Uh, checkpoint scanner flagged her groin area as it do. The agents did a pat down and some additional screening, and that's when they discovered baggies of marijuana tucked inside the adult diaper. Yeah. She might have thought she could get away with it or something if it wasn't smelled by a dog, but... Uh, the, the diaper was clean, maybe, we don't know. Mm. We don't know. Uh, Wouldn't you want a little poo in there to throw them off the trail? You would think. The trail? Yeah. Marijuana's hey. still illegal under federal law, so how, you how can't old? have it. How old? Um, let's see. Dan, the job of a TSA, it's not pretty. There's the diaper and the weed baggies. Oh, I don't have a picture of the broad. She was traveling with her mom. Ah. Uh, so she must have been. A, I'm glad we got that dangerous criminal off the street. You know, her adult. We need to just <laughs> let's just legalize it across the board. Glad we got the Maui Wowie crazy out of the diaper. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't have any. Why? That's weird. They're not seeing her age at all. So you'd have to take her in a room, right, to inspect the diaper? Oh yeah, she, yeah, you know, yeah. Say, she went in this special because I've been. I, I usually get flagged. I don't know why, but um, I'm not a drug dealer. Um, but I'll help you do your drugs. Uh, but I go. You want to go in the room, and you know, I think it's because it's just one of those random. Hey, we're gonna. We're gonna feel your 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 groin up. Yeah, I, there, it's like there's nothing else to it. You're just like, we have to teach these kids how to do it. Well, not kids. That ain't right. That would be weird. No, I remember we were coming back from. Uh, uh, where were we? Uh, doesn't matter. And the guy goes, "Hey, uh, you want to step over here? We're, we're gonna give you a little, uh, whatever they call it, the the the, the drill, whatever they call it." Search, whatever, random. You've been selected. Congratulations. And they were teaching a kid how to do it. And so there were three guys with clipboards, literally clipboards, around this kid. Must have been like 22 years old. Mm -hmm. And they were teaching him how to, uh, they were learning him real good on how to uh, delicately feel another man's groin. I'm like, they're like, you want to go to a room? I'm like, well, now that you mention it. And I know I don't give a crap. I don't have any drugs on me, whatever, a gun or a bomb or anything. And you know about. Can't say bomb in the airport. So there's the kid. And, you know, he was, uh, I might have been, honestly, it might have been an honor. I, I think it was the first groin he felt at the airport. He was nervous, I could tell. I'm like, I'll try to, I'm like, you have soft hands. I tried to help him along. Jesus Christ. 
Yeah. <laughs> problems everywhere. Yeah, dude. Damn. You know, there's got to be a first. Right. I remember wiping my first butt. Oh, yeah. I'll pop that kid's cherry. Get in there. Get a hold of that big hog. <sighs> that's when the taser came out. Oh, Jesus. Jesus Christ. Uh, anyways, that's a true story. I didn't, I didn't say grab that hog, but uh, I wanted to. But uh, I'm glad I got to be a, a, a good uh, guinea pig for him. He did really well. He was very cool under control. And they're like, all right. He messed up something. He started to search wrong. And they're like, nope, you got to start up here, blah, blah. Grab it like this. And then they were shown. So, I mean, he was green yeah. as an apple, dude. He, so he, did they, like, like, you had to take off your pants all the way? No, no. But you, like, I lifted I, up your penis? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh No. But that's funny because that's where I keep the big dollar bills. Yeah, I know. Right between my testicles and my penis. There's a little fold right there. I can sneak a couple of hundies in. No, uh, <clears throat> no. But he was, uh, they definitely gave him the um, the drill or yeah. or he, or whether it's a test in, in the real world, I don't know all the rules of TSA, but. Uh, he did fine. He was yeah. he was fine. And then at the end, they're like, "Now you smell your fingers." <laughs> no, no. Oh. Smell my fingers? You smell his fingers? He smells his yeah. own. Let me smell them fingers. Boy. Well, well, you know what? Everyone can smell his fingers. I guess I don't know. <laughs> but I, uh, I guess he passed. I mean, they were like, uh, 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 but it was like a drill sergeant. I mean, they were like, "Nope, A B C D." You had to go down the line. Yeah. To do the thing. And oh, the I guess illusion was, of security. Yeah, the illusion of security. That's yeah, meanwhile, while that guy was learning, <laughs> thirty-two people with dope walked right through the airport. <laughs> oh, so funny. Oh no. But it's fine. I don't. It's fine. I don't care. It's just I just always. I swear to God, that stuff happens to me. Yeah, you get pulled all over the, yeah. all the damn time. Yeah. I don't get it. Um. All right. Uh, now, what's the other one? This is a bad one. Uh, there's a bunch of people in this neighborhood. They got video showing a man in diapers exposing himself <laughs> to children at a bus stop. Just, uh, the man was arrested after video showed him dropping the diaper that he was wearing and exposing himself to the kids that were getting off at a stop bus. So you're just trying to get off your damn bus and go home and here's some jackhole <laughs> with a diaper off. Good God. 52-year-old Terry uh, Lynn Horn taken into custody. He's got four counts of felony indecent exposure. Yeah, this is a story I don't need to see pictures of. You don't have God to flip your, flip your screen around. I'm I know. Good. I know. Uh, um, the children were, were under 16. They do have they have four uh, victims that they've identified. There might be more. So really? you might end up getting more counts thrown at them. So, yeah. Man. Find a different hobby, dude. Back in the day, my dad would just wear a trench coat, whip his wang out. But uh, yeah, I don't know the the I don't know the diaper guy. I don't know. I suppose every neighborhood has a diaper guy. I don't know running around. I guess what would happen if I mowed? I'm, I'm going to mow my yard today before I put my push mower away. I'm going to run all the gas out. Now, what would happen if I mowed the yard in an adult diaper today? Just, just a diaper? Only a diaper. In my flip. kind of cold. In my, well, uh, don't worry about that. You worry about yourself. Okay. Well, you're the one asking me. Flip flops and an adult diaper. 
Now, is that a crime? I'm not worried about you. I'm worried about myself. I mean, I don't know. It's not a crime. I don't think it's a crime. As long as I keep my uh, my tape, as long as I keep it strapped up, I'm fine. It's not a crime to wear a diaper. Oh, look at the big teddy bear. Ah! Yeah, they see me in my diaper. I'm not going to mow in my diaper today. Not that anyone in your neighborhood would be surprised. No, I've been to a couple two-tree diaper parties in my neighborhood. No big deal. Man, yeah, the diaper party dream will never die. I, It'll happen one day. I'll get you over there to one. It's fine. You got to know the uh, secret code word to get in, though. Are you going to tell me? No, well, I'll tell you off the air. Oh. Or you'll ruin it for everybody. Will I? Yeah. It starts with an H. Mm-hmm. Secret code word. Mm-hmm. In Hindenburg. It's exactly correct. <laughs> <laughs> but you get you get my passwords every single time. It's so bizarre. We need a better code system. I gotta I gotta have an emergency meeting with the uh, with the leaders of the Pineapple Club tonight. Okay. God damn it! Good. I thought Hindenburg. Yeah. That's because we got we got to put like some numbers or well, something. Well, it's because it's because everyone's guaranteed to go down. Ah, uh, yeah, I know. All right, let me work on that. All right. Thank you, though. It was like a ransomware attack, except in a friendly, <laughs> like in a friendly way. In real life. It'd be like, how did she? Oh, damn it! Danger gave her the code word again. The JJO Morning Show podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 94.1 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO.